What's up, fam? It's your boy, and you already know what time it is, baby. Hey, man, look, we got to get into what's going on in the market today. We see a lot of things happening uh, with what's really looks like stocks are taking that pullback. Kind of talked about this last night in my video that we had a few catalysts ahead of us that we definitely need to get over, but it's definitely imperative for at least the spot and even the rest of these indices to take a breather. Like today, we'll see that the VIX is up just a minor bit today, a minor blip. Uh, basically, the S&P taking its cooling off period is nice and trendy for where we actually want to go for those S&P 500 calls that we're actually looking for on the SPY. SPY 500 calls in January 2021, 2022 to 21 January. Um, if you're listening to this on the podcast, we're definitely about to get into a lot of things here. So definitely after you get a chance, definitely come back and check out the video because what you'll see is we're going to break down some technicals and things of that nature. So fam, if you're over in the chat, definitely go ahead and drop your questions down in the chat. Not going to be on stream a long time today. Got some things that we need to do, but we want to break down things that you care about first and foremost. So I'm going to go ahead and run through my thing, talking about the technicals when it comes to the VIX like usual. We'll definitely take a look at the inspire today. We may even take another look at some of the other indices, especially the Russell 2000 as well, and see how some of those value stocks are actually holding up in this market that we're dealing with today. So as you come in, definitely hit that like button. Definitely, if you're not already subscribed, go ahead and subscribe. If you're definitely following on the podcast, definitely follow. So that way you can be notified each and every time we drop way more hotter content than this. All right, so let's jump on in. Let's look at what the indices look like right now. We are about, just about four, about 14 minutes away from actually getting to the closing. So right now they're talking about regulations on uh, social media platforms right now over on the closing bell on CNBC. So we'll look at what the indices are actually showing us right now. And you will see that currently we got a $53 uh, push on uh, the Dow Jones today, which is uh, great. You see that the S&P is down about a half a percent right now in power hour, which is about $23. So you kind of equate that to the SPY. That's about a $2.34 difference on what we saw yesterday during the close and to what we're at now. And like I said before, this was quite expected in my book anyway. But then what really actually helped bring the SPY down even more today is the tech, is the NASDAQ. See the NASDAQ down over 1.43% down on the day, actually 225 points, which is incredible, okay? So then you see that the value stocks over the in the Russell 2000 down almost 2% on the day. That's about another 45 points taken off the Russell 2000. Now, what do I really think that's actually making some of these stocks actually trend downward, okay? Some of those things that I actually see and some of the things that I'm looking forward to to understanding as we start to clear up some of this data information that we're getting uh, overloaded with is the things of nature like the actual uh, CPI data coming out tomorrow where we're going to be listening to by inflation talk, where we're going to actually be dealing with those things, seeing what we actually act month over month, not year over year in my book, month over month really matters. But then this kind of let, sets us up for the FOMC meeting next week that we're going to have on the 15th of December that we're looking for actually here. How is this taper really going to happen? When is the interest rates going up? Is the Fed really going to be more hawkish? That's what we really want to understand and see how this is actually going to play out. Are we really looking to see that taper start to complete itself and interest rates start to go up by May? If May of next year of 2022, or is this thing going to get delayed because of some news coming on with the Omicron variant? things of this nature. These are all things that we need to figure out, gather our sources on, 
understand how it is and see how we can effectively play this market. I'm not going to lie to you, right? Um, one of the things that I feel about this market right now, that we are in a lot of uncertainty in this market, okay? Like we have good days, we have bad days, but you can almost kind of project and predict some of the ways that the moves of the market is actually happening. And what are some of the things that I like to pay attention to if you are new to this channel is I love to pay attention to the VIX. When I'm watching the VIX, I like to see how is the market handling what the VIX looks like. Now, remember, as I broke down the VIX yesterday, we were starting to cool off to about 20 point level on the VIX. And to me, when you start to see the VIX downsize itself below that 20 point mark that we're going to look at here in a second, you will see that the markets will start to be a lot more favorable, a lot more comparable in what we actually see. So this puts us about actually 10 minutes away from the closing bell. We're keeping our eyes on it. I'll bring that to you as we actually get back to that information. But let's go ahead and head over and look at the VIX currently at this point in time, okay? So when we look over at the VIX uh, via uh, trading view, what you will see here is that basically, like I was saying to you, you will see that the VIX is actually right in the gap that we actually saw it come down through yesterday. And now it's actually retracing itself back through it. But either way, we should have kind of figured, like we've seen that this is now starting to actually act appropriately. We are getting no wick on either side of this candle, which is kind of bullish if you was actually in our, but in an inverse type of way, because we want to see the VIX go down. And this is what we're actually seeing that it's settling, actually trying to pull itself down, cooling off a bit here, send us up for what is going to set the stage for the following week tomorrow when we get CPI data. Like we really got to pay attention to this, understand how this is going to play out. Okay. So let me listen in to the closing bell. Let's see what we actually have. Um, If you definitely have tickers that you want to look at, that you really want to talk about, definitely go ahead and drop them in the chat. Cause as we get into the closing bell, I bring information to you for the technicals that you're looking for or anything. Fundamentally, we'll break it down at that point in time okay so let's check it out holy here to break down these crucial moments of the trading day and today we've got hightower chief investment strategist stephanie link back as well welcome we'll kick it off with the broader market mixed picture here for the major averages the dow in the green again while the s p and the nasdaq are still in the red the nasdaq lagging the other major averages down more than one percent can't blame treasury yields because they're lower today nope. maybe a little angst ahead of Inflation report tomorrow? What, what's driving That's this That's definitely off? an overlay. Um, it was a weaker bounce in the big, like the NASDAQ chart never got as close to the old highs. Uh, it seems as if the big growth stocks are where there's the most heaviness in terms of, you know, some combination of profit taking and tax loss selling. Um, it, you know, it is probably still relevant that the S&P stopped at the same place for the fifth time at 4,700. I don't think it's it changes the story. We used up a lot of that oversold uh, condition in the first two days. The Tuesday opening bounce was really powerful. And uh, and I think a lot of people look at that on the chart ahead of the CPI number and say, look, who's to say we don't kind of drift lower just to uh, just to test things out a little bit. Right Still at 3% on the week. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, although the Nasdaq, again, is down 1.4%. Stephanie, what's caught your attention today, if anything? 
Well, it's actually this week because we always talk about the macro data. It's super important for earnings rates, the Fed. But this week we learned a lot about the micro, about fundamentals, about what companies are, are saying and what they're seeing. And I just want to give you a couple of examples. Uh, GE increased their aviation sales uh, for 2023 um, by 11% higher than where the street is at. And believe it or not, the stock is down today, which is silly. American Express, during this week at a conference season, they actually raised the high end of their guidance for 2022 because uh, because T&E, travel and entertainment, is actually stronger than expected. And David, we haven't even seen business recovery yet. So I think there's real upside to that name. Marriott is opening 30 luxury hotels next year. That's higher than expected because of demand. And then we had a whole bunch of sh shareholder friendly actions in terms of dividend increases and buybacks. Zoetis, CVS, Stanley Black & Decker, they're also making an asset sale. Okay, Carrier. so what so I'm going to do is I'm going to mute that real quick. We'll leave it up in the background right now. And I'll just talk about this from that standpoint of what she just talked about real quick. And I do see your uh, your tickers down there, Mr. Kansas. I'm going to get you to it for DocuSign and Neo. Thank you for going ahead and putting them in the chat. I'm going to get to them as soon as we get through the closing bell. So I'll queue those up for you as well. We'll break them down. Definitely as well. If you're have, uh, if you already in those plays, let me know what the, uh, the option play that you're in or if you're in the shares, uh, how you're playing. It's what you're looking for as well. If there's something that you're looking for or if it's just a breakdown on the technicals to see what the support is there for what you're looking for. Um, okay, so let's talk about this real quick. Okay, let's talk about Jim. Let's listen in on this, okay? That when you have an iconic franchise like Disney and you can buy 50 points below where it's been, I say you start buying some. Down 15% or so for the year. Jim, by the way, also recommended Win and Wells Fargo. I know, Stephanie, you uh, agree with him on those, I believe. I agree with him on Wells Fargo and Win On Disney, I don't. Um, I just don't think there's a catalyst. And last year, David, the stock re-rated because of Disney Plus and subscriber growth that beat expectations. They're the beneficiary of a stay at home, of course, right? So this fast forward this year, they missed on subscribers for Disney Plus core. They only came in at 4 million versus 10 million, and they're still guiding to the same numbers. Okay, so yeah, I like uh, basically Win as well. I like when we, we will get to, we can get the win. Uh, you have puts for tomorrow, so okay, we'll check those out. So, I like when overall, okay. Um, I think it's a hundred dollar stock, and in the time you find a pullback on this type of weakness when it comes to win, it's an absolute play, it's a stud of a play. Um, when it comes to actually Disney, I'm in Disney, I love Disney, uh, but at the same time, it's not a play where you actually load up the boat all the time on this you find weakness in disney and you hold this for the 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 or oh, the long haul okay so let's do uh look over at our uh, docu we'll get i'm gonna load up DocuSign here in a second uh what i want to do as well though is actually speak about this uh inflation data right everybody's holding their breath for this if the market comes back the way that it should we will see movement in the market where this will actually go to the upside if it, it so the good thing about inflation being higher than most that means that they're going to taper faster. If this inflation talk comes in and the month over month is really uh, insignificant, you can see that this can actually kind of like push the taper off just a bit. And that's what we need to understand. Um, I know we, we understand that it's coming, but how fast is it coming? It's really what um, the market is really anticipating and want to see. OK, so we are about four minutes away from the closing bell. If you're just not joining us, definitely hit that like button. Definitely go ahead and make sure you share this out so we can get this out to as many as people as possible. We're going to break down technicals. We're going to basically break down. At the end of this, 
I'm going to save my breakdown for the spy at the end of this today, okay? Uh, and then that way you can get my full scaled breakdown on it. And we don't have to slow down for anybody else as they're bringing in their technicals. They want to talk about things, nature of that sort, okay? So we are quite getting ready for a good thing of bounce for next week. This cooling off period, though, may take another day or so, in my opinion. And it's getting painful, right? So it's getting painful. I can understand if you're a new investor, if you're a new trader, that it can get you to a point where it makes you feel like it's it's getting to a point where you don't want to deal with it no more. Okay, so let's go ahead and just look real quick and glance over at what's actually popping off on the watch list real quick before we get into the close. Uh, I keep track of it. I'm watching it for you. I won't let us miss it. Okay, so let's go ahead and just see what we actually have over here. So to the downside, Lucid with the big downside move, 18% down. Wow. Peloton as well, 11%. Marathon Digital, 11%. GameStop coming in, 10% down. Riot, 9% down. AMC down 8.9%. AMC all the way down to 29.45. We got Unity who had that big run, now down another 8% on the day. Roku down 8%. Coinbase, 8%. Skills, 7%. Robinhood, 7%. Upstart, down big. Wow, these are a lot of reds going through. Tesla down 6%. This is actually coming in way faster. This is actually something to kind of watch. That's a little scary, honestly. Hold on. Let's see what's on the um, green side. Let's see what we got. We got uh, the VIX up 7%, obviously. Uh, you see that Nokia up 2%, Twitter up 1.8%, JD 1.7%, Pfizer 1.3%, McDonald's 1.1%. Really nothing green on the calendar for us. we got two minutes left before the closing bell. This is what I was saying. Like, really and truly, when you look at the overall market, when you see red like this, I can understand as a new investor how this could actually flood you out of your position, okay? This is why... This is why I think stop losses are dangerous, okay? Uh, I won't get into it right now. I'll wait for after the close. But I, this is why I think stop losses can be very, very dangerous if you're not paying attention to the positions that you are in. And they can be very helpful counterintuitively if you understand certain positions that you want to get to and you want to conserve uh, gains. I can understand it from that level too. But let's listen in for the closing bell. Uh, we'll actually come back here and we'll talk about DocuSign and Neo at the gate. And we'll talk about other things as they come up. So that's a net positive. You see the barely down on the day. The volatility index, uh, you know, it's rebuilding a little bit, a little jumpy. It's a record decline from above 30 to 20 in just three trading sessions. Had never happened before. A 10-point uh, drop had never happened before at those levels. Uh, so you see a little anxiety rebuilding as we get into uh, that CPI report tomorrow, which might be, the, you know, that known catalyst out there that's keeping people a bit hesitant, David. Yeah, uh, mostly a lot of red on the screen. And, you know, I do notice, and I should point out, the health insurers, perhaps, I mean, the CVS quarter we talked a bit about, but Humana, Anthem, UNH, Cigna, all actually strong today, yeah. uh, we should point out. So you hear the applause uh, building here as we get uh, within 20 seconds or so. Of that that close with accelerator. In fact, uh, sort of tech ending the day. Uh, that might go red. With the NASDAQ, looking to be down to 1.7%. Wow. 
Oh, it barely finished green. Look at that. Oh, maybe it finished red. Okay, so what I want to do is bring that up for you real quick. Let's just look into the clothes, and I promise you we'll get directly into DocuSign because that's the first ticker up in the chat. So we'll uh, check that out here in a second. Um, let's see here. So I want to see what's actually recovering right now. In phase is up 1% at the 4% drop. Uh, we see shift technologies, well, almost 1%. Microvision, um, actually about a quarter of a percent, three quarters of a percent up in the after hours. Really, nothing actually moving tremendously in the after hours. On the upside, on the downside, is there anything accelerating? Um, we really don't have anything accelerate either. We're seeing a lot of cool off from the ones that's actually accelerated their losses at. But really and truly, folks, the thing that I saw today is that these companies are really hurting and, and really we are coming back down to prices that we like. Um, this makes me have to pull my book out, right? When we see prices that we have not seen in a, a month or so, this is when I start getting excited and just be like, okay, well, we need to write down some stocks here so we can track some symbols later, do some charting later, probably do some charting over in the Discord tonight uh, with my my Discord group. Um, you know, Tuesdays and Thursdays, we get together, we knock out, I, I go through charts, I go through technicals with them over in the Discord where we actually to break things down. So if you want to be a part of that group, definitely use that first link down below. Uh, no pressure to actually join that group because I do it here too. But we go way more in depth because we take fundamentals into account as well over there. So like I said, that, that's the first link down before. But I'm writing down right now, Lucid, Peloton, Maritime Digital to look at, Unity. I already own position in Unity, but I want to actually look at that some more. Coinbase uh, and, and Hood, Robinhood. Look at that. Robinhood is down even more. This is something to pay attention to as well. And I am not uh, an avid user of uh, Robinhood anymore, but it is tickers to actually look at for a swing trade. And Affirm, actually down 6%. This may be a good opportunity for me to add to my position in Affirm as well. So if you're tracking at home, the ones I just wrote down, it's Lucid, that's L-C-I-D, P-T-O-N, P -T -O -N, Mara, M-A-R-A, Unity, stock symbol is U, Coinbase, stock symbol is C-O-I-N, Hood, H-O-O-D, Upstart, U-P-S-T, and Affirm, A-F-R-M, okay? And actually, Roblox is actually pulled back today, too, so we'll write down Roblox as well. R-B-L-X is another company that I will look into for a fundamental technical analysis to see if we can take advantage of those moves that's in this drop in the market, okay? So let's go ahead and let's go. Like I promised, I want to start with actual, uh, we're going to start with DocuSign, okay? We're going to actually bring that up. Oh, sorry, sorry. 
Uh, let's go to DocuSign, okay? All right, so we got that up now. So, all right, so Mr. Kansas, let's talk about uh, DocuSign, okay? Um, if you're still here, definitely hit me up in the chat. Let me know that you're still here. So that way I know I can answer any other questions you may have on this position, okay? Now, we're going to go over to the daily for sure, for sure, for sure, okay? So like I said, if you're on the podcast, definitely come check out the technicals later on when you get a chance on this video. It'll be up for replay after um, after the live stream is over. As a matter of fact, let me uh, drop a card here, okay? So let's go ahead and get this thing cracking. If you welcome, if you're just not joining us, Definitely hit the like button on your way in here. And definitely, if you got tickers that you want to talk about from a technical standpoint for options and things of that nature, definitely uh, drop them for your boy in the chat now. I'm not going to be on long. Got about 40 minutes left here. So go ahead and get them in now because I want to fulfill that need of what you may have questions on. And then the last five minutes or so, I'm going to use to do my breakdown on SPY today, okay, while I give you my thoughts on it. So let's look at it. Uh, we got DocuSign here, folks. Okay, um, DocuSign had a nice run first thing this morning. Okay, so if we go over to the hour, what I want to show you is that you'll see here DocuSign actually made a move and had an explosive wick here this morning at 9 30. They took you into the gap, so a lot of people made a lot of money here. If they uh, closed out their position from 154 uh, to about 163, no, 164, so that's about a ten dollar move. Okay, made a ten dollar move into the gap. But then you saw as the market started to trend down, it trended back up out of the gap, which is not a bad thing. It was a test of the gap. Okay. So for me, this is important. Okay. Um, when you think about this, and I see Mr. Kansas is in, in on puts, which I understand the reason why, because it's to the it's a play to the downside to continue. Now, I would be careful here, right? And this is the reason why. It's because down here on the stochastics. And my swing, what you're seeing is that there's a red box down here on the one hour that's indicating a shift, a shift to the upside, okay? I'm pretty sure if I turn on uh, the linear regression, you will see that it was actually coming back down to the midpoint, and it may come back down to the midpoint before it makes its next positive move to the upside, okay? So that's something to pay attention to, but I, a lot of people are watching this gap, Okay. Actually, today I actually took a position in um actual DocuSign. I actually said bought it on the bid side and it came back down to that price. So I'm not at the height of the price, I'm at the bottom of the wick on this price. And then it as it exit to actual uh gap, it's actually trying to make a retrace for that gap. So if you actually come in, you'll see that this is actually upward momentum. That's a volume of this is actually going to start making upward momentum. And what you're seeing is that the stochastic is actually cooled off right it's actually trying to recenter itself you're starting to see this uh actual convergence here it's actually starting to get uh, a little momentum and buy-in as well too but the main point on the one hour is that we're starting to see a hindi uh, indicator that a reversal is bound and imminent okay doesn't mean tomorrow it doesn't mean monday it could be next thursday but this is letting you know that it's tracking on the lower time frames when we see this type of momentum of this type of box it started back here on the second, and now we're up to nine, the nine December. So at least this has been happening in a reversal type of sense for seven days already. So when you see it like that, I look at it as okay. Well, we had a move. It tried to make a move up, couldn't make it. Tried to make a move up, couldn't make it. Tried to make a move up, warning shot. Now, what will happen the next time it goes through the gap? 
Now, for those who don't understand, this downtrend to the gap is the issue, right? This gap is actually, folks, I think we just talked about this yesterday. It's almost uh, at this gap level here. The gap is 156 to 227. So that's almost, a, that is a $70 gap almost, right? So this is a big move for those who have the patience and buy time on their contracts to wait it out. Mr. Kansas, I think you are absolutely right about trying to actually play it for a put. But the one thing that I want you to be careful about on this put, if it was me and my money, is that once again, you're seeing that this, this box here is there. And it's actually um, it's actually uh, showing the reversal happening, okay? That is about as imminent at some point. So be careful because you may see what happens is on your put. You, it may come down a bit, but it may consolidate. And if it consolidates, that's state of the K. That's not moving to the downside. What I like on the uh, put side of the house is for that put to be uh, a run down, okay? So let's look and see if we can find one that I can actually show you that will be somewhat similar to that because like if you see this this is sideways trading to me this is not really a downside put okay so i don't know how when did you get into the put but it depends on when you got into the put that may be a problem but let's look at um let's go over here i want to actually look at a lagger let's find us a lagger um let's see um nope 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 percent change losers let's look at that let's see what we got up here i just want to see one for example see like this this is what i want to catch a put at right i want to catch a put on that down on this candle you see what i'm saying this is where i put is where it's making that money at where basically you get in on the play and basically it starts here at what this is at 25 47 and you see it runs all the way down on one counter in one hour all the way down to 1408 so basically in that one hour from 9 30 to 10 30 this thing dropped over 10 bucks that's the type of play i want to be in the put i don't want to be in the put where it's going sideways like docusign like like we go back over there and look at it again okay well you'll see that it's basically you had a candle come down that was on 3 december but now you're looking over here today look it's just straight up consolidation okay so this is consolidating this is not a move so be careful about a put when you're in that type of play okay me personally i do have a call like i said before so i'm not trying to be biased about your uh about your position i'm just saying if you if it's if it's going to be a put that put needs to run right because the mark what you don't want to happen is that the market turns and flip and goes the other way and you get caught in the and waiting on that 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 downward trend that a lot of indicators are showing that that reversal is somewhat typically imminent okay i'm gonna turn the cheat code on for one second just to see if that reversal is actually in the reversal cloud right now yeah so see it's in a reversal band right now so at some point in time You've already got an indicator that this thing is really, really getting ready to start trying to shift the other direction. It is selling off a bit, but it's not selling off going downward. It's selling off to the downside, and it has not yet exceeded this gap. So now when it comes past this gap, that's when you know that this thing is now taken. So I'm adding an alert now onto this for crossing over this point right here because that's what we care about now is that crossover. So when we get this crossover indicator alert, that lets me know that we are now pushing through the gap and the volume is coming in the one thing about this the volume came it was the highest volume of the day though right and it stayed and it staled off so that's why the gap didn't finish so 145 you may get but like i said the, the depends on how long that contract is that chopping is a consolidation can either either way at your position if theta decay is in a weekly or two weeks if it's more than a month out you could be fine but 
it may change and go in the opposite direction before actually pulling back to 145. Like, really, if you look at this on that level, you'll see um, support has been picking up, right? You've been seeing, like, demand. So, remember, I talked about demand and so, uh, demand and um, supply, right? Demand and supply. So, basically, it came down to this level and it dropped. And then this was, was a, this was the demand. Demand came in and pushed this back up, okay? But then it came down and dropped again. Demand came in at this point and pushed it up. Right then, it came back down and it's it's supplied down to this level. It picked it back up, but now look how it's coasting back. Right, so demand is an issue that you need to pay attention to as well. Are they really letting this stock drop down to one forty five? Should be your question, right? And that's what you need to figure out. Right now, I don't see that, and I see volume is actually sticking in lower ranges to actually keep this thing at a moderate level right now, as people probably load up. But eventually, this thing is going to push it to that gap. And price action is going to take off. So be careful once again. All right. So, hey, fam, if you're just not joining us, if you're definitely listening to this on the replay or in the podcast, definitely go ahead and put your, your notes into each one of those, either on YouTube or in the podcast or whatever streaming service that you're using. Man, I get all that commentary to me. If I get that commentary, I can make videos for you about it or I can actually address those directly in the chat. So let me know. How that goes, what you're looking for, what you're thinking about for a technical standpoint. Now, if you're here with me live right now, definitely hit that like button. Definitely leave your comments in the chat that you're looking to see us do break down technical analysis. And I'm actually got about 30 minutes left. So I'm going to go ahead and knock out Neo. If you got another ticker that you want to see, I see you there, Tiffany. I'm going to get to yours as well. If you got tickers that you want to see, go ahead and drop them in the chat so I can go ahead and get to them before I do my five minute dissertation on the spot at the end of this stream. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and crank on over to Neo, and we're going to break that down real quick. And what I'm going to do here is I'm going to insert another card. So let's go ahead and do that right now. Okay, so let's talk about Neo. Neo Day is coming, okay? Uh, I think Neo Day is December 18th, if I'm not mistaken, okay? So a lot of people are buying the rumor, selling the news, okay? So we're looking into that. So we'll see about how that news is so for me neo day is on a saturday i would not be in a position as neo day kicks off so that means i would be out of a position if i was in neo by friday okay um what uh, uh the 17th december 17th for those who are wondering what date i mean okay so we actually see that we have neo still in that downward trend and it's actually trying to move i think here if you're looking for a put on this one this one is more than likely probably going to happen okay so let's look at an overall trend so for me, for anything dealing with Neo, I would say you didn't you have a right now this double bottom is not a double bottom because it's so far away. This happened in May. This is another touch here in December. You had an earlier touch here in actually October, right? But you can see the pattern that actually took form. Okay, you see that it broke level, and then it made a move. So we may tip. We may be almost to that point where it's about to make that same move again. Like remember, what I keep on telling you, people are creatures of habit. You see that it made this move, then it sold off, and then it made a move up, right? Now, the, the, the crazy thing is this, this play right here, this box here, almost matches this position here, okay? So for me, what I would look at is, is this left leg about ready to take up? It may be an uptrend to go test resistance at 38.70. And like I said, with Neo Day coming in uh, next week, on next Saturday, this may be making the stock a little bit more bullish, okay? 
and what are some of the indicators that we're looking at okay so we see stochastics on the daily is it's curving up so that's a positive sign okay um right now we still see selling pressure coming in the volume is all red indicator of candles that we've been seeing on the daily so let's go over to the one hour let's check it out so on the one hour we're getting a hint indicator that actually um a reversal may be in play a reversal happened here and then it actually cooled off again it's starting to swing up so that means that this could be trading sideways a bit so it has the indecisiveness in this play just yet so um right now i don't have a clear determination of how this is going to go but how would i play this if i'm in a put i i want to uh, the put would have been this action right here so you see this action right here you see this down this trend of the last three days well you see like basically you have one december two december and then you see this move of three december that would have been the put for me this right here is an uptrend so basically you're hoping for another move back down like those last three candles that we just reviewed so to me when you go back over to the one hour what i would be looking for um let's see i probably just messed that up but okay i fixed that in a second i did i did mess that up okay so yeah i did that oh man i messed it up i don't know how i did that okay i fixed that in a second but anyway so looking at this i would be looking for that run it's in curve curvature period over here i would not stay in this put long if you i don't know what, what price you're looking for maybe you're looking for 32.50 maybe you're looking for 30.81 maybe at support but if this play comes down to support you're you're winning at that right but this may actually revert and go back up right now because it's looking it's looking prosperous like it's almost about to make that same move that happened back here where this thing ran up and then it's going to sell off probably right here on that trend line here so i would watch that too it may be ready you got 33 uh 97 that's your break even so you're right there i mean you're right at the break even point that's that's a smooth move right there so if your break even is at 33.97 and depends on your expiration you have a little bit of time here but remember that catalyst of neo day is going to start picking up steam here for people to the upside one of the things that you could do is actually look at the volume of the calls today on neo and i do that real quick and then we'll move on to another one so like what's the country mr kansas type in our chat what is the date of the contract that you have is it a weekly or is it two weeks or is it like 21 january or not and i'll come back to actually showing you the volume what i wanted to show you so um and i'll show you that i wonder is it actually only i might not be on here um uh, let's see volume that is boom all right so so one so one of the things that you can do is uh you can actually add in volume on your um on your option chain okay and the reason why you don't want to add in volume is because like okay let's say that he's on the put side and see gives me uh tomorrow you gotta okay so it closes out tomorrow okay so tomorrow you see on the put side if he's looking for 33.97 you'll see that at one point in time all it, it was at least twenty thousand contracts here right and i'm gonna tell you how i know that the in this way it was like twenty one thousand contracts here the reason why i know that is because look at the volume today this is how many of a contract sold off or was bought on a day on the put side this would actually mean probably sold off at this point because it was fit it was five thousand the volume is more than the actual contracts that's actually open right now so a lot of people already took profit at 34 right that's what that basically mean to me so previously before if you would have came in here you would have saw this this would have been about 14 778 on the 34 line we're looking at the 34 line right here right 
14778 minus, I mean, plus, sorry, plus 5264 would have been 20,000 contracts that was open today. And at some point in time, everyone sold off 14,000 contracts today, okay? So that tells me a lot. So if you go to the call side, though, the call side, if you're looking at 35, it was the same thing. 23,000 contracts was sold today, right? But then you look here, it's 16,000 contracts that was sold off today, 11,000. So a lot of people still believe that NEO is going to probably close to the upside versus downside. And it's actually a cheaper contract. Looking at this, this is $9, cent, $9 a contract So for one day. So a lot of people are taking that bet versus the put side of 33 or $18 a side. So <clears throat> that's something that's interesting. That's interesting. And that's something that you can actually use. And I will pay attention to it tomorrow, kind of try to see where it's actually at at that point and see what you can actually get out of it. So, um, sorry, I'm uh, just reloading uh, the closing bell. Somehow, some way, uh, signing me out. That's really weird. Okay, well, don't know what happened there. All right, so I'm going to keep it moving. We're going to look at uh, the next one. The next one coming up is, I don't know why it signed me all the way out. That is very, very, very weird. Give me one sec. I'm sorry. I just want to make sure I got my eyes on just in case some breaking news come by. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay. So let's keep this thing going. Okay. So I got it back up. Now let's see. We got uh, an earnest alert on Chewy and it's going down, 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 down. Chewy lost more than expected. Okay. So we'll keep it moving. I'm not going to worry about that right now. So Lucid, is Lucid a good, oh, no, sorry. I'll come back to you, Nando. CNP, $35 call for June 20th, 2022. <coughs> oh, excuse me. I don't know what's going on right now. Throw a little scratchy or something. And no, I don't have COVID. Don't nobody start with me. <laughs> All right. So I don't have Omicron. It's not bothering me. Center point energy holding, okay? So let's see what we got here. Uh, I don't know anything about this one, but let's look and see. Um, technicals or a buy. Okay. Let's see. Uh, it's a holding company which engages in the business of power generation and distribution. Okay. All right. So let's look at the chart. Let's look at $35 call for June 2022. You well, good thing is you bought yourself a lot of time. I have not yet looked at this chart ever because I you don't see no drawings on it. So let's take a look at the weekly. Well, let's look and see how many months that we have on this. So it's been around. Uh, let's see how long this thing has been around. So it's been around for years. It's been around since 1968, pretty much. Okay. Um, so the overall trend was here. July of 2002. Okay, and then it broke trend here. So we'll call that trend there. Then it broke down here during the pandemic, obviously. And then this is the new trend that it has. Okay. So let's see. Then we'll go over to the daily.
So right here is what I would be looking at. This is what I'm a, I would set my wedge at. And the reason I would set a wedge here is because this right here is before the pandemic where it fell off at. And now it's here. But now it's curving back down. It's like it tested and now it want to come back. So I'm looking at that real quick. So we'll check and see on that in a minute. Um, and then it's bouncing off that that that's that support right now. So that's really interesting that it's doing that. So let's look and see. Time is okay. Gotta make sure I'm keeping track of time. Um, let's see. Just zoom in on those candles. All right. So what we have here is now it's riding the support line. Okay. So that's interesting too to watch that. That is riding that support. Um 35. I think that you I think that you're solid. I think that right now. What I would be, I guess your question would be, what would I be worried about on this play right now? It's it's nothing I would really be worried about. It's retracing like it's supposed to. Honestly, it's taking a, it looked like it, it broke through that resistance. Then once it broke through that resistance, and the reason why I'm calling this resistance is because prior to the pandemic, it hadn't been back to that level, right? So that's why I'm calling it resistance. So if we go back over to the daily, if you look at this, you'll see this level right here is that drop off. And to, to this week, it has not yet crossed that pattern back ever since the pandemic. So it's back to a, the normal level that it was actually trading at prior to the pandemic. So when I look at this on this trend, I like it. I like that it's actually riding the support right here. It's trying to maintain that support. And the linear regression is not breaking out of it, so it's giving itself time to cool off to make a move. You Stochastics has not yet turned up yet down here just yet, but it more than likely will. And if you go back over to the daily – it's already up into overbought territory, so it definitely needs to cool off. Um, you're getting some um, red indicators coming in on the squeeze, which is, I understand why. Um, but overall, I like this play. I like the move. I think that what you need to be weary of, I guess that's a real question, what should you be weary of, is I would say if it breaks this support area here is where I would be starting to worry about it. Um. Yeah, because you see these touches. It got touches that go all the way back here. So if we go back over to the weekly on that support. Oh, I got to turn this off. Sorry. Wait, did I turn it off? Okay. So why is it not moving? Okay. So, yeah, you'll see this been in this range. It hasn't been in this range since July 01. And then when it came back, it started making that move in 2014. It's been making this move again here since that period a couple times. But now this is a move that if it, it could break and definitely if it breaks here, it has room to run for days. Right. So I will. my So my so my resistance that I'm looking at initially is going to be a break above what we're currently at now for a run towards twenty seven fifty seven. And then it's wide open. And then for support, what I'm looking at is about twenty four thirty one to keep your eyes on. If it doesn't happen that way. Pay attention to it. We'll see. Okay, so we'll pay attention to it. And actually, I like that you actually brought this play up, and it's actually going in the black book, baby. Okay, I'm going to write this down because I need to do some more research on this and see what I can actually make make use of this of. Uh, what you say you in that uh, that that you say you was in the thirty five dollar call, huh? So what the thirty five dollar call is looking like right now? Let's do that real quick, and then I got to move on to the next one. But let's look and see. I want to look at what see those thirty five dollar calls looking like. Let's look and see. 
CNP. $35 calls for, you said for June 20th? I don't see a June 20th. How did you get that? Is that the right ticker? I don't see it. I don't see it. Am I missing it? Yeah, center point energy, right? I don't see the ticker there, Tiffany. What is that? I don't see this with the chain. Is it 20? Are you sure it's June 22nd? Did I miss that? Make sure everybody make sure I ain't crazy. June 2nd, 20, June 20th, 2022. I don't see it. Oh, you like, but Nando said he liked the May 20th. Maybe she meant May 20th. Maybe that's what she meant. Cause that's it's only one month off. So I would say that's what she probably meant. She probably meant May 20th. May 20th, $30 call. 83 I don't see that. Oh, that's on the call put side. That's why I don't see it. Okay. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Now we're on the right track. I think we're on the right track now. I think Tiffany just meant to say May. Appreciate that, Nando. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. Cool. So she, that's what she meant. All right. So we got 70 cent on the bid. I like to say I would buy it on the bid. I wouldn't buy it uh 83 cent. I wouldn't buy that. I would buy it there on the bid at 70. But Tiffany slick. She down here on the 35 30 the $35 strike. Hey, look, it's 10 cents. That's ten dollars. Ten dollars. You can get those on the bid for ten dollars. It's, it's it's people, it's starting people starting to gather in here. It's not enough people to my liking that's gathering in. But really, ain't nobody in this option chain for real. Well, it's none sold today, but we had some sell-off today, obviously. But yeah, I like it. I'll look into it a little bit more before uh, making my my full decision on it. Uh, but thanks for that input. Thanks for that. All right, so let's keep this train moving. Let's keep this thing going. Is Lucid a good buy right now? Wow, you want to put me on the spot right now? All right, so let's look at uh. What's up, Nando? I ain't seen you in a minute, man. Where you, where you been at? Uh, let's see. Um, mm. Costco reported earnings. Let's look and see. David, for earnings per share, they're reporting $2.98. We are not comparing that to analyst estimates at this point. Revenues, though, are coming in above expectations. And remember, they still give us monthly updates. So this is a, a good surprise here for investors. $50.36 billion. We were looking for 49 dollars Point five nine seven billion, as you mentioned, those comparable sales for the quarter up fifteen percent, excluding the impact of gas and foreign exchange. E-commerce up fourteen point three percent. Remember, they've been a bit behind when it comes to e-commerce, uh, so they are still looking to grow that business. The breakdown for the total revenue: forty nine point four billion in sales, and then nine hundred and forty six million in membership fees. You can see shares are about one percent higher on these results. Costco shares typically don't move too much in either direction, positive or negative, on the back of most of these earnings reports. But the color on the call can sometimes be pretty fun with some of the items that they've sold during the quarter. So we'll look forward to that. David and Sarah, back over to you. Courtney, thank cool. you. I could have, I could have. Good, good for them, good for them. All right, so a lot of people are going to be happy about that. Um, all right, so let's look into Lucid, okay? All right, now this fall off is happening, but remember we had this gap here. Okay, so this is actually a reversal of that gap that we had back here in February, right? I mean, I know it did it close it all the way. 
it may have it may have just closed it all the way right now. It, it was a gap here though for a while. So this reverse back. Oh, I just moved my trend line. Let's move it back. Okay. So what you'll see here, it broke support that I had at 38.49. Um this is more of a fundamental question there, Nando. And I would tell you that I am not yet ready to buy Lucid or Rivian. And I've said this, I think, in a couple of live streams before, is that I'm not ready to buy either one of them just yet because I need for them to actually do more. And I mean, provide more. Like, give me an earnest call where you are now really giving production numbers out there. And the numbers that they're really giving on Lucid is that they expect to produce I want to say 24,000 vehicles next year. Um, I would have to look that up. I won't be able to do it right now because usually I would like to break this down fundamentally with you. So I'll make you a promise. Do this for me. Today is Thursday, okay? Do me a favor. Tomorrow, come back tomorrow and we will actually break down Lucid technically and fundamentally, okay? Uh, we'll do that on, on a Friday, okay? Why I have time to like, you know, get my thesis together, break it down with you and not be bagged up in the corner on actually trying to get your answer right now. Because I really want to go into in, in depth on this a little bit. So I think it's better for me to actually, you know, do the, do show you the homework that I have on this and the thought process that how we can break this down a bit so we can kind of come up with our own answer on this. Right. And this is one of the things that you get over in my discord is that you already will see my projections over on uh, Tesla. My, my estimated vehicles that I'm actually looking at for production and delivery, um, actual breakdown of what I think about the price uh, points is going to be over there. And these are things that uh, you can get over there or by just joining the YouTube membership uh, channel down there. But, but Nando, definitely come back tomorrow. We'll break this down. If you can make it, remind me to let's go in depth about Lucid and we will. OK, and I will break it down for you because I really have a thesis on why we're not buying just yet right now. But I don't want to get caught. Caught in a whirlwind of telling you all that I got like six minutes left before um, I, I go into my thesis on SPY. I didn't have to get out of here. Okay, so um, let's do that. So Intel, how how also how far do I think the Intel will go down? Um, Intel. Okay, so let's look at Intel. Um, I don't know. I mean, it almost. Ooh, that's good. That's a good question. It had a gap too. That's good. All right. So it filled the gap, closed it back, then it came back down. So to me, you see, there's no wick at the bottom of this uh, candle on the daily to me, or it's very, very tiny, right? Like you really can't see it. So it's really no wick form there. Okay. So for me, I would expect this bad boy to at least come back down to the trend line. Okay. My trend line currently is about 49.64. It may break trend line and go back and down to this wedge okay so i will at least watch this is a candidate for a put though you see how it's actually gap it's, it's coming down like this is not sideways trading right this is down down consolidate consolidate down right this is a move to the downside that i like to see for a put so to me i would be okay with watching this come back down to about 49 bucks or looking for even 48 that's what i would think tiffany and no, it's not the Henny, Nando. No, this is this is not the Henny. But you know, I don't know. I, I don't know why. I did my PRT today, so I had a physical readiness test today. So that may be a reason why. Because your boy, he gotta get back in shape. So 
Shout out to whoever want to get into a fitness challenge with your boy because I need to get back in shape. So NVIDIA, you want to talk about NVIDIA? Okay, so let's check it out. Let's check out NVIDIA. Um, okay, we're about um, about five minutes, about four minutes away from my breakdown on um, on SPY. So NVIDIA, I don't know um, what the question is on NVIDIA. You just want to talk about it, so cool. We'll just talk about it, right? Uh, let's look and see. NVIDIA has been on a nice run. It had a real tear. And it definitely needs a cooling off period. And I'm okay with seeing NVIDIA doing this sideways consolidation. Because what you don't want to see, like I've talked about with SPY, is you don't want to see this thing gap away from trend lines too much, right? When they start gapping away from trend lines, you need to see them come back. So theoretically, I would not be surprised if you see NVIDIA start coming back to like 289, right? I would not be surprised if that happens. I would not be surprised if NVIDIA comes back even more than that. And the reason why, because like I said before, Tech is in. Tech really should not be running at this time of year, because we're in the holiday season. So this is more about consumer goods, electronics, uh, gift giving, shopping, consumer related products, right? Tech, semiconductors, things of this nature. I'm really highly surprised they they ran the way they ran when we began after Black Friday. But they do need a cooling off period, and right now that's what we're seeing. So these are some of the opportune buys. That a lot of people like to see in the market and take advantage of them. Now, if you're looking at buying leaps for next year, this is the opportunity right here where you're starting to see these declines in prices. So for all this moving in price action that you're seeing on NVIDIA, it has not went anywhere theoretically. Like it's been in the same same field that has been. It finally broke down past my trend, my support line here. But I'm fine with it being in this box too. And remember, it, it needs to grow in this range to before it takes its next level because if it's not so much growth here. We don't have stopping points for demand and supply zone. So to me, this is a good thing right now that you're seeing this choppiness with NVIDIA. How do you play the choppiness? Okay. If we was playing options on this, it depends on what range is in. If it's in this range, I would not take a call here, right? I want to see it push back up through this range first. And then we push up through this range. I'm playing for the top 346. Okay. So I can buy like a 315, 320. Watch for it to play out. See if I can get up this twenty dollars, or I can I can get the most squeeze out of it before it reverses trend back down. Play it to the downside, back down to exactly that same point that we just uh, came from, which is three ten, and then watch it play it all the way back down to three ten. It bounce off three ten or break three ten. Cool. When it reverses back up, I play it up. So th these type of regions give you opportunity to start playing plays that's range bound. And right now, Nvidia is range bound. So that's my thoughts on that. Okay. Thank you. Your videos have helped me pick better calls and puts, and my charting has gotten better. I appreciate all the videos you make. Tiffany, thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Thank you. That's that's very nice, and that's very helpful for me to know. Thank you. All right. So now, what y'all all probably been waiting on your boy to actually talk about here uh, before I get out of here, um, definitely is we're going to talk about SPY at this point in time, Okay. What I want to do is talk to you about this because I want to kind of like tra track out what I think we're going next. And, you know, each and every day I come on here, I show you what my chart looked like. We update charts that we need to. We move things around if we need to. But right now we're just watching what's going on. This is, this is a really crazy week. 470 has been the range that SPY has been touched by and has been anointed and would not break at any point in time. I don't know why. It's a psychological level, obviously, that a lot of people on Wall Street are watching. So this is the setup. This is how the setup developed. This is the new daily candle that we have here now. 
what did I tell you? I said yesterday's video, expect a downtrend on SPY because we're getting, we don't want to get too frothy. We want this thing, we want this trend to be a little tighter, right? And then we make our move up because now this is giving us some type of uh, boundary that we can actually be ranged into. And honestly, quite honestly, the tighter this wedge get, the better it is for us to make our move up and not get stuck behind it and get to a level about 485 by 21 December. That could be possible. Well, or maybe it comes or stays compact and range bound some more. And we get to a level about 483 by 28 December. Either way it go, being in this area between 481 and 483 by next two weeks from now is not a bad thing. We just we're we're retesting 470 so many times, okay? Like we are basically was at 470 here, here, and then we tested here, and we made spikes up to that level again, and we just want to break through it. So now this is our time and our contest to get back to that level, but we're actually gaining steam and momentum by sideways trading in this range right here, right? So this range right here makes it more plausible that when we actually make that next move up to retest that level, we break through it. So this is why I say don't give up on what you think about is true, okay? If you're waiting to average in, average in at this point in time. I averaged in today, okay? And actually, and actually averaging in, it was actually uh, more to the downside, honestly. I, I averaged in and it continued to go down a little bit more. But now I've added 10 more contracts on for a spy. And if spy breaks down below this peak wedge, I will add. I will wait. But I'm still waiting to see if it's going to come back down to my new retrace line that I put out here a while back, which I guess I put this out days ago. I had came up with this track right here. And I actually said, okay, we'll we'll, we'll use this as a um as a measured move. We'll see how it plays out. And I put this here as it came out of this downtrend because I was expecting it to come down here. But then we started this move to the upside on that big a bullish indice day that we had. And we've seen that move happen. So now all this price action that we got on this candle has now been solidified on these two sideways trading days. Okay. What is the next move? Tomorrow's CPI data. If we get good news out of the CPI data, we can see a big, a big run. If we don't, we can actually have a downside day and we may actually break wedge, come back down into this box here. What am I more likely to be to believe? I think we finish on the trend line. So to me, I think it's a down day tomorrow. Okay. But I could be pleasantly surprised and get a run up days earlier than I expected. Okay. So it happened here. I would not be surprised if it happened here. Okay. So that's my thoughts on this. Okay. I already explained the VIX earlier in this video. So if you're just not joining us, definitely rewind to the front of the end of this video and actually check out what I talked about with the VIX, where you want to see that thing gets down to about 18. 17. If it comes to 18, 17, hold your horses because we're going to 500 faster than expected. Uh, sitting around this range of 20 on the VIX, I feel very comfortable about looking at 490, 495 by the end of the month. Okay. Long as we don't have any negative news, like an Omicron variant really starting to kill people off or anything of this nature, I think we'll be just fine. We already understand what inflation looks like. We already understand what job numbers look like. We already understand all the things that happens on Capitol Hill each and every month. The one thing that we cannot control just yet is what Wall Street thinks about Omicron from a day-to-day -day basis, okay? So to me, that's where the money is at. That's where the market's at. 
and I hope that y'all found value in this content. Definitely, if you're new here, go ahead and hit the subscribe button on this video, baby, so that way you can be a part of the fam each and every time I come on, and you can be notified each and every time I drop way more hot content like this by ringing that notification bell. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, I appreciate you for hanging out with us too, but definitely catch the video so you can be up on the technicals in the game with us. Discord fam, I see you tonight. Uh, I may just be a little bit late. It starts at 630, but if I'm just a little bit late, we'll get started as soon as I get on the chat, baby. So I see any of you over there. I appreciate y'all once again. I'll catch y'all in the next video. Y'all stay safe. Peace.